All right, ladies and gentlemen, I had a week off, but your boy is back. And I got one thing to say. Who's that girl? La, 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 Eat that girl. Who's that girl? You know who that girl is? Jennifer Walters is that girl. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Man Cave 101 podcast. I am one of your many hosts, Abel, alongside of me tonight, the man in the chair. Hey, Aaron, how we doing tonight? Morning, evening, afternoon. Live from the man cave. He's got a new camera angle. It's dark in the dungeon. Leo, how we doing tonight? What up, what up, what up? What up, what up? All right. Big Chase, Brooklyn, what is good in the hood? Hey, all good in the hood, all the time. What's going on, folks? I love it. I love it. Deep in the heart of Texas, Wendell, Wendeezy, what up? What is up? All right, his kneecaps are moist. The nicest guy on the podcast. You already know who it is. Speak on it, comics, Charles. How are we hey. doing tonight? How you guys doing? How's everything? What's up, what's up? Good. We doing good. All right. So as always, this is the Man Cave One Hundred and One Podcast. We talk all things uh, nerdy, uh, movies, uh, TV shows, uh, comics, and pretty much anything we want to talk about. If you aren't already, like, comment, and subscribe. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and now coming to you on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please, uh, definitely check us out. Um, as you know, all things we are going to talk about tonight and always will contain spoilers. So if you haven't seen the things that we are going to talk about or don't want to hear anything that, and you don't want to be spoiled, please get the hell out of here. But come on back and check us out later. Um, as always, we are uh, going to be probably smoking a little bit. Uh, there definitely will be drinking and Leo is going to curse. Uh, so with that being said, uh, as always, before we start, we take a shot. And uh, before we do, uh, I just want to say, um, you know, we had a, a Black Panther trailer put out and we're actually just uh, eclipsed 3000 views. We're very happy about that. So I wanted to give a shout out to everyone for, uh, yeah, please, yeah. yeah, 78 yeah. subscribers. So, uh, you know, this is uh, what, episode 23 now. So we're almost uh, six months in, you know, really just kind of started this having a good time. Just a bunch of dudes just talking and shit and drinking. And, you know, here we are. So uh, we're going to keep it going for you guys. So cheers and uh, thanks for stopping by. And uh, please. Join us in the comments section to have a conversation. You, you, know who's been, hear... you know who's been here since day one? The two-minute warning. To me. I knew it was like, <laughs> what? Two-minute warning. bro? Yo, I saw the one up, comment. I'm like, I know it's two-minute warning. What's up, two-minute warning? Cheers, <laughs> man, bro. Look, bro. All right. Let's get to the comic corner. Oh, man. And let me tell you guys something. Leo's in for a treat tonight. He's oh, in for games. Oh, he's, oh, he's drinking tonight. We're keeping a tally. <laughs> Honestly, the, the over-under is four and a half, and I'm taking the over. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm feeling saucy tonight. Let's get him, Leo. Shit. Uh, this is going to be rough tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. First book on the comic corner tonight is Miss Marvel and Moon Knight. Number one, this is a one-shot team-up of this book. There is no variant covers, but this is the first time they team up both of them in a comic book. Uh, the cover artist is Sarah Pacelli. Uh, the artist is Abram, Abram Robertson. And the writer is Jody Hauser. Okay. We'll let it rock. We'll let it rock. Okay. All right. Wow, All you right. guys are being nice tonight. I don't like it. I'm here for gratuitous <laughs> violence. First, how, how dare you be nice? We have all had a rough week. Leo, can you just drink just to make me happy? <laughs> I'll drink with you. 
Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Ugh, all right. I got to knock the fucking hair out. All right. Uh, the next book is uh, Savage Avengers number four. This is the, the death of Conan the Barbarian in this book. So is I think this is the second time. No, actually, no. Fourth time he dies mm -hmm. in a comic book. Uh, the cover uh, the cover artist is Lin... Lin... Uh, well... Yeah, Linnell Francis Yu. <laughs> Artist is Carlos Mangano. And nope, the writer sure is Dave, <laughs> David Papoose. Fuck me. Yeah. Oh, man. What, what's David happening? Papoose. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a long comic corner, boys. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes, the fuck it is. <laughs> So happy uh, right now. <laughs> I hate you all. I need uh, uh, next book is Star Wars 26. This is the first appearance of John and Beverly, uh, nephews of nephew and a niece. Wait, it is John and Beverly, right? Yes, yes. And his name is Luke Skywalker, in case you needed the. Uh... Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> his nephew and niece, uh, of course. Uh, this is also the first appearance of Mayor Sharon, uh, General uh, General Patton Palton, and the Ambassador of Givens. Uh, the cover artist is, I always get this name wrong, Raza. That sounds yeah, right. Well, yeah, that yeah, sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, the, other, uh, the inside artist is Raphael Lenko, and the writer is Greg Pack. So I actually think that's Raphael Enko, not... Lenko. It's definitely it's a, a I. That's definitely a capital I, so we're going to have to drink for that one. <laughs> I think that's three, right? That would be no. three. Would we're be not three. done yet. And we're, we're not, not even we're not even to the co the, com the comics of the week right. yet. So, I mean. Right. I did say the over-under <laughs> over is four and a half for everyone keeping track. Uh, the next book <laughs> is Black Adam number three. Uh, it's also the first appearance of uh, Sargon and Akkad. Akkad uh, is an ancient king that he fights. Uh, the cover artist is Ive Irving. I say Irving Rodriguez. Uh, the inside artist is Rafa Sandale, San Sandoval. Sorry. And the writer is Christopher Priest. This book has four different variants in it. So this, this cover is, I, to my specs, I think this is the best cover out of all of them. Uh, the hot covers of the week, we have a couple. So the first one is uh, Star Wars Mandalorian, uh, number two. Uh, this is the first appearance of Grogu in a comic book. Oh, so, oh yeah, that's so, a big deal. Yeah, that's, yeah, so if you guys, this is going to go up very quickly before the next season starts. Um, the cover artist, oh, God. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I got to uh, uh, Andrews. That's um. Yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> that that would be number four. Yeah, that'd be number four. <laughs> yeah, I just need I need a half, Leo. Deliver. <laughs> George <laughs> and another one. Fuck me, uh, Genty. Whatever the hell is his name, George. George's Genty. <laughs> yeah, just drink. Just drink. Yeah. We're at five. <laughs> Actually, that's uh, that. That's my mistake on the last name, but I think uh, regardless, he said it wrong. Oh, uh, fuck that! I'm not taking it. I'll Aaron, take, I'll take it. Aaron, Aaron drinks twice. <laughs> and, the writer, and, the writer, and the writer is Ronnie Barnes. There we go. All right, we got uh, that. 
there's also two variants to this book. So, like I said, we only put the, co uh, com uh, the covers that we think looks the best. So, the next book on the hot covers of the week is The Edge of Spider-Verse, number two. This is the first appearance of the Spider-UK. So, this is another first appearance. Like we always say in Man Cave, always get the first appearances. Always. Uh, uh, the cover artist is Jose Maria Casanovas, and the writer is Don Slot. Okay. Damn it. This is the one who's going to kill me. Yes. Give me my five. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is done. All right. Oh. Wow. <laughs> okay. The, the, this is DC you guys versus, are evil, bro. <laughs> DC versus Vampires All Out War number two. This is the first cameo appearance of Baron Cinder. Uh, the cover artist is Pasquale. Oh, yeah. Pasquale Drink. Yes. Pasquale Drink. I know Pasquale Drink. <laughs> I know Pasquale Drink. He's, great. He's, uh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Right. Uh, yeah, I am not going to go through all these memes. Yes, you and are. Then... You're going to try every single one of them because uh, we have to We have to give respect to the writers and artists of these comics because yes, there's a sworn, sworn duty. <laughs> okay, the next artist is Hanan. Haney? Haney? Whatever the fuck, dude. Yeah, you can drink that one. Yeah. That's sick. Oh, man. <laughs> whoever, took the, whoever took the over tonight is winning hard. Yeah, the over. Uh, <laughs> you can play a drinking game to this shit, and you'll get nice, because I'm already shit. Uh, the writer is Matthew Rosenberg. The next writer is Alex Pack. Pack, Al take a sip. Alex Drink? Yes. <laughs> Alex Drink and Pasquale Drink are, are cousins, actually. Yeah. Love, funny. Love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next writer is Emma Vasily. <laughs> and the cover artist is Alan Qua. All right, there yeah, we we'll give you that. All right, so that's, we, that's seven. We redeemed himself nicely. Very good. Nice. Thank you. Uh, the next book is Avengers uh, 1 million BC. This, number one, this book also has uh, two variant covers on it. Uh, the cover artist and the writer is the same is Alex Harley. The last book on the hot covers book, hot covers of the week, is Last Shadowhawk number one. I've always been a big fan of Shadowhawk. This is also the first appearance of a new Witchblade in this book. So if you guys are into the Moon Knight episodes, Witchblade is Witchblade is going to be a big deal. Coming up, uh, and this also is a cover artist and the writer are the same. This is Jim Valentino. Hey. And that does it for the comic corner. All God, right. More, wait, the more I drink, the better I get. I'm to remember that. So, I've been <laughs> noticing that. You need to drink before mm. start broadcasting. <laughs> All right. So, uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, support your local comic shops. Go buy those comics. Uh, go do it up. And everyone take a drink. Cheers. Uh, the two-minute warning says uh, he's not leaving. So. Oh, oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm going to need the sound effect for that one. I got oh, something. That I was literally Someone. just... Wait, wait. I got it. Got it? I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> That's right. Two-minute warning is not going anywhere. Now, it's time for Nerdy News where we talk about some some topics that we uh, we, we heard scuttlebutt around that uh, we want to get into. So, uh, Leo... Um, Give us some topics. We'll pick some people to talk. Let's let's let's, uh, let's do this shit. All right. How you guys want to start it? You want to start it with Vengeance? 
No, I think I want to. I want to. I want to um cl- uh, climb to vengeance, and then you fast, climb to and then and then like the Batman movie, we go down the road and Fast and Furious away. So that's, <laughs> that's the best scene in the whole movie, right? Those yeah. are the, it was the only good scene aside from okay. any scene Zoe Kravitz was a part of. So yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Leo, continue. She was a part. All of right, uh, the, I'm gonna hit you with three. So Dragon Ball is on uh Fortnite. Fortnite. You can actually, yeah, you can actually play with Goku, Piccolo. And a couple other characters. Uh, the next one is Rogue One is returning to theaters, and they're gonna put a sneak peek to Andor, Andor, on into the I think the end credits most likely into the movie th- into the movie theaters. So I'm thinking they're double dipping. <laughs> um, oh, I have to give you guys one of these. <sighs> Fuck it. Uh, the Rock says in an interview. That he did not want to play in Shazam, the first Shazam as a head villain, because he thought he needed uh, Black Adam to be violent and more violent than any other person in the DCU universe. Obviously, he doesn't know the DCU universe. So why would you say a condescending thing like that? Are you Uh, mad, Leo? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys... Leo, who do you want? Who do you want to go first? I'll let you pick. Uh, fuck it. Let's be the nice person, Charles. Go ahead, get it. Hey. <laughs> oh man, I wasn't ready for that. But oh, okay. it's all downhill. Okay. It's all downhill after this one. Yeah, it really. Exactly. Is, it really is. Is. <laughs> exactly. We'll start from the top and then go. Down. Yeah. Wow. So Dragon Ball Z with Fortnite. Um. So for Fortnite fans, that should be huge for you guys. Uh, being able to car- play characters from Dragon Ball. Uh, for all you fans out there, so. Um, I'm sure that's going to be an exciting uh, addition to the Fortnite uh, lore um, that they're building out. Um, Rogue One, let me tell you, man, I I, I I got into Star Wars a little bit later um, than everybody else. I didn't see the original trilogy like everyone else did back in the night, you know, uh, back in the time when these movies were first released. But um, once I caught up to Star Wars and um, and I saw Rogue One, that is definitely one of my favorite uh, Star Wars films by far. And, um, you know, there was like Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So it was something different compared to what the other trilogies or the other entries to the trilogies was doing. And they did a great job. So I think uh, if they're going to re-release it and put some new content in there, I'm all for it. And um, yeah, I might, you know, go to the theater and uh, get my popcorn and my bonbons and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, get my little snacky snacks on. Um, as far as The Rock um, not playing in Shazam, um, I just think that I think two things I take from that. One thing I take from that is maybe The Rock didn't want to take away from the movie. Um, maybe, you know, his presence. I mean, Rock is, has a huge he's a huge presence. Um, obviously, he's a big name. So. Normally, when he has an entry into any type of franchise or growing franchise, it could take away from the person who's trying to, you know, make a name for themselves. And this guy who, what's his name, Robert Dabby, I think it's Robert, so what's his name, um, that plays Shazam, I forgot his name. Oh, um, uh, Zach, um, Zach, uh, Zach, Zach Levy? Levy, Levy, Levy. yeah, Levy. he did a great job, you know, and I know they wanted mm-hmm. to keep it lighthearted, they wanted to keep it family friendly and everything, so having that element of the rock with a more vicious character probably wouldn't have played well. It probably would have contrast at that point. So I, I, I kind of took it the fact that he didn't want to steal his thunder and I 
probably thought that he uh the the theme the 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 kind of the uh theme of the story would have probably changed too much you know compared to what they were going for so but that's all i have to say about those things nice nice all right i think i'm uh i'm gonna take this one um so uh dragon ball z and fortnite uh i'm upset the reason i am upset is because at least four people on this podcast bought the new the newer battlefield game that came out and uh, we don't get nice things with Battlefield. Uh, the game was trash, and uh, I get to see I get to see Fortnite have things like Dragon Ball Z and Marvel things and and like events like freaking uh, what what's his face ASAP Rocky or or no Travis Scott was like blown up big doing a concert in Fortnite at Battlefield, hoping the game works. So uh, I'm very mad because I want to Kamehameha someone in the face, and if I have to see one more video of it, I'm gonna be very upset. Um, yeah, mad. Um, Star Wars. Um, so I, I, I yeah, yeah. Don't don't hate the player. Hate the game. Exactly. Hate the game. <laughs> hate the game. Hate the game. Hate the game. So mad. Um, Star Wars. So I I stick by the like the fact that I think Rogue One is one of the uh, the better things that uh, Disney has done with Star Wars aside from the Mandalorian. Because uh, that Vader scene is everything. Um, that Vader scene, uh, they literally ripped it off the Mandal uh, off from Rogue One and put it in the Mandalorian with Luke. So um, that scene was amazing, and uh, that movie was really good. So I'm actually really looking forward to Andor two and um, The Rock. So uh, I think Dwayne Johnson is smart enough to know that he has only one shot with DC fans and he has to get it right or he's going to attempt to get it right. And like I said, like I've said on this podcast before, I swear to God, I don't think he's going to rock bottom or people's elbow someone, but like he really just needs to go as far away from that wrestling shit as possible and just really knock it out of the park. And like, I just, I hope he does. So that's, that's it for me. Uh, let's go to Wendell. Oh, uh, let's see. Fortnite. I don't play the game, so I don't care. It's cool. You get <laughs> Dragon Ball Z and all that good stuff. All right, good. Have fun with that. Um, the Rock. Um, yo, I, I'll tell you, the man fought. He fought literally to to play this character, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it was a, it was a, a helpful fan casting, and he was like, "Yeah, I want to do that." Uh, not being in Shazam, I think that was probably the best move. Um, I'm sure there was some ego involved in that, but I mean. Really, he that movie was not built to be uh, super accurate of uh, Shazam, <laughs> or Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call him. It, 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 he's he's a different type of guy, uh, for real, in the comics. <laughs> um, there's not that happy-go-lucky type of uh, system with him. So, yeah, Black Adam deserves to be in his own little space. I think he should. Uh, I think. I think it's a good move. I, I, I'm good for that. I will see the movie. Um, I have zero hope for it, but I will see the movie. Um, the last one, Rogue One. Hmm. Like lightsabers in the end, and that was the only time you saw a lightsaber. I was so good with that. I freaking loved that damn movie. It was just regular people doing regular Star Warsy shit. <laughs> and, and, and spying and infiltrating and not a single light. No one used the force. None of that. So yep. I was good with that, and I was still I, into that movie. <laughs> I am one with the force, and the force is with me. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, 
yo, it's cool, man. I get to see a little bit more of Cassian and yo, man. Let's go. Let's go. Cassian <laughs> yep. and does my dude. Let's go. <clears throat> yep. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Aaron, but Sean's got something to say with you to you, Wendell. So uh y'all keep running around building y'all walls and towers and I, I, that's not for me, though. Not for me. All right. Go ahead, Aaron. Hit him. All right. Uh, I'll keep it as quick as possible. So, Star Wars, I'm sorry. I love y'all Star Wars fans. I have nothing to say about it because I haven't watched. I know. Boo. Boo. When I get like five weeks of free time, I'll try to catch up on everything Star Wars over the last four decades. No that's big deal. cute that you only <laughs> think you need five <laughs> weeks. Vacation, but sure, man. go ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, Dragon Ball Z and Fortnite. So I'm, I got some shit to say about this because I think that I'm probably the most avid gamer here. I don't play Fortnite, but I do play Call of Duty Warzone. So to Abel's point, I will say this. Battlefield and Dice Studios, uh, Sugma. And if you don't know what that means, it's an <laughs> Y'all are dog shit because you gave us a horrible game that I wanted to play with these four gentlemen right here. And we can't even play it anymore because the game is trash. Uh, at least Warzone gave me some Attack on Titan. Uh... However, Fortnite takes the cake when it comes to this stuff because they had Marvel. Now they have Dragon Ball Z. And I just want to one-up what Leo said a little bit. You can play as Goku, Vegeta, Bulma, and Beerus in the game. So and cool. every one of them Kamehamehas. And I think the funniest shit I've seen on the internet all week is Goku and Vegeta hitting the fucking gritty. And everybody's fucking... <laughs> that's the funniest shit right I've ever seen in my life. Someone. Right after they Kamehameha someone, they're hitting the fucking gritty like that Jamar Chase and shit like that. That shit has me dying every time I fucking hmm. see it. Um, the rock. So I read this entire interview and to me, to Wendell's point, there's definitely ego involved here because the rock is the rock. He's a megastar, right? So he's going to want black Adam to have his own solo movie. That's a thing. He was going to want it the entire time. He wasn't just going to want to pop up in Shazam, but to his point, I also understand it in the sense that if the rock shows up in a Shazam movie before he gets his own movie, he, the villain, the villain, quote unquote, because I know Black Adam's technically what an anti-hero, right? Technically, if we're getting technical about it, supposedly, right? Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, right? If he shows up in a Shazam movie, the here the, the villain stole the show. Like, there's no nobody's watching it for Shazam anymore. They're watching it for The Rock. You're not you're not there to you're not there to see. No offense to to Levy, however you say his name. I'm sure he did well. I still haven't watched yeah. Shazam. I'm going to, but he, he'd steal the movie. And and it's important that Black Adam gets his own movie before they put merge all this stuff together and we have shazam fighting the rock and we have henry cavill fighting the rock all that shit's happening i'm telling you right now all that shit is gonna happen if dc has any hope of being good ever uh, yeah, i'm not i'm not gonna lie i'm going to shazam too for uh for making good because uh, uh agreed. Still, uh, agreed. still out here agreed still out here <laughs> might throw a passion alert up oh god all right uh last but not least chase Chase, chase, chase. Oh man! All right, so um, let's start with Dragon Ball and Fortnite. Um, first of all, um, in in the gaming world, the best thing you can ever do is, you know, blend characters. When you can put different characters in a game, especially in in, in fighting games and all of that, like that's that's everything. So, um, I you know I applaud that. I think that that type of stuff just you know, makes your audience bigger. It makes your sales bigger. So that's just being smart. Um, Rogue One. Well, you know, Star Trek is uh, oh, Star Trek. Excuse me. Star Wars at this point has, you know, there's very little that they can do wrong. I am concerned, however, that they're taking too long 
to actually show up. So this is why Rogue One returns to the theaters to refresh everybody's memory. So now that you can, you know, get everybody to uh, get back on the storyline, and now you go forward with whatever you're doing. They, they they can't take this long. And after you've seen things like Obi Wan, um, Rogue One now is visually behind Obi Wan and the Mandalorian. So, you know, where's the sensationalism going to be at for these movies at that point? The technology is different. There's, you know, better visual effects in the later movies that are on the series. The series on Disney cannot be better than what you're putting in the movies. So um, I hope this doesn't become a thing with them. But um, I understand, like, you're trying to hit the reset button, put it back in, get everybody back up to speed, and then move forward. So that's fine. Uh, last but not least, let's talk about The Rock. First of all, uh, I take us back real quick to uh, NBA. When LeBron went to Miami, it was Dwayne Wade's team until he arrived there. And I had an argument with somebody who didn't understand that the bigger presence in the room is always going to take ownership. When LeBron got to Miami and they talked to Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade said, this is LeBron's team because he understood that as big as he was, LeBron was bigger. The Rock understands that if he steps in the gate and steps into Shazam, number one, he doesn't get to write the story that he needs to write because the first movie is always what? The origin story. So if, 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 if he walks in, he doesn't get to write the story that he wants to write. He has to lend himself to the origin story. He does not get to build his brand off of being Black Adam. So, no, I wouldn't have wanted to be in it either. And plus, I think there's a bigger buildup if there's the Shazam 1 and then maybe Shazam 2 and then, you know, the Superman movie and now Black Adam comes out and now there's a clash of all of these different... You get you get a chance to love everybody and then, you know, sensationalism of them finally meeting and clashing is, is there. So that's just being smart, you know. Plus, I'm quite sure his toys are going to be bigger and better than Shazam's toys when this thing comes out in merch. And whatnot. So that's that's that. Yep. I'm actually gonna buy the Black Adam toy so I can use it in my WWF ring that I got in like 1993, <laughs> so I can people's elbow and rock bottom. So I'm really excited about that toy. Uh all right, Leo. All what right, else we got? All right, we got some rumors roaming around. Uh that uh Henry Cavill that's going to play Hyperion in Loki two, season two. Um, Sony is in the works with Amazing Spider-Man 3 with Tom Hardy as Venom. That's a rumor. Uh, Juan Carlos Espelizo, Espacito. Espacito. No, I need you to drink. You, you can't. You just yeah. ruined John Carlo Esposito's name. You're going to drink. Yeah, that's really. <laughs> obviously getting sober, and we can't have that. John Car John yes. Carlo, if this reaches you, we apologize. We all know from last week that he met with Marvel. To he wants to. He, everybody knows that he wants to play Professor X, but I think when he met with Marvel, they pitched him Magneto. That's a rumor that's flowing around. Mm. So mm. those are three. So you guys take them. Who want to? I'll uh I'll go first. Um. 
So I'll start backwards. Uh, John Carlo Esposito. Um, so we we all know he's meeting with Marvel. We don't know the role he's going to play. There are some, you know, some people say, you know, he he wants to play Professor X. He actually said that out loud. He wants to play Professor X. You know, maybe we get him as Magneto. There was a rumor too that he might have some type of role in Loki too. It's all hearsay. For for me, I I really. I, I want him in a big role that he's going to be there for years for. Whatever that role is, I'm sure Marvel will find the right place to put him and like let him be there for years because he's he's just he's an amazing actor. Um, uh, Spider-Man three, I, I don't I just don't care about anything Sony does that's not involved with Marvel. So what do you unless mean it's involved. Yeah, what do I mean by that? <laughs> what, do you mean, what do you mean by that? I mean, I hate Sony. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, do, I don't care. Um, if, if Marvel's not directly involved and it's not in the MCU, I don't want to see it. Um, so Henry Henry Cavill, Cavill is, uh, is hype. Um, I actually, we're going to talk about this a little later. I'm going to get into it. But I, I honestly, I, I think they're going to use Hyperion in a big way in uh, Loki. And uh, I, I think... A lot of people are talking about it, and there's a reason they are. So uh, we'll get. A, I'm gonna get into that a little later. Uh, so let's go to Wendell. Uh, let's see. Um, yo, Major Spider-Man three. What are you talking about, son? <laughs> Yo, we've been waiting how many years for this right now? Are you gonna put Tom Hardy in there? Come on, son. I'm gonna hit you with that Ed Lover. Come on, son. <laughs> The movie's gonna fucking suck. That's what's going to If you really thought I cared that much, yo, bro. No, no, no. Oh, you know you. Okay. Um. Yeah, Tom Hardy, my man, and all. You know, I enjoyed him in like the first Venom, and probably like ten seconds of the second Venom. But yeah, you need to walk away from that, man. Just wait till Marvel gets their hands back on their business. Um. Yo, Giancarlo Esposito, that man can do no wrong in my eyes. We spoke about this last time, man. Yo, I, I don't even care what role they put him in, man. Whatever role he going to be in, he going to kick ass in it. Um, but to your point, Abel, yeah, I hope he, they put him in a role where he's around for a long time. Like, I do not – don't waste that man on a one-and-done. Like, he's in there, and they kill him, and then it's over. No, 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 no. He's not that type of dude. You need him for the long haul. Uh, Superman. Playing Hyperion. Um, I mean, yo, if they paying him, so be it. Yo, do you think? Um, would he make a good Hyperion? I don't know. I mean, it'd be hard for me to see past the S on his chest, even when it's not there. Like he'll always be Superman to me in anything he does. So, you know, good luck breaking that stigma. Um, and for damn sure, he better not have white hair because then he's straight The Witcher. That's it. <laughs> 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 so, but uh, yeah, man. I, I, I'm, yeah, that's it. That's all. Fuck I like Sony. it. Throw throw a coin at your Witcher and fuck Sony. Um, <laughs> Ch- Charles. Well, I'll start with Amazing Spider-Man three. Um, no. Oh, yeah. yes. yes, he has crossed yes. over to the dark side. Charles, Charles, did you say something negative? No, Harpy still. No, <laughs> no, I listen. Marvel, listen, we all understand what Sony is capable of when it comes to Spider Man. And I just feel like it, he would do Andrew Garfield. Uh, we just won Andrew Garfield back. Oh, God. Right? He just got his respect back in No Way Home. And then he's going to get disrespected in another 
mediocre film. Don't do this to this man. Don't do it. You know, let M- let them MCU handle it. What, let them when, do what they do best. When when you say mediocre, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> you know, I had high hopes for the Amazing Spider-Man, even though Tobey Maguire films I loved. I loved those movies. But when they first did the Amazing Spider-Man one, I was okay, fine. You know, see what they do. And when I saw it, there was something. All the best moments of Spider-Man was missing in that movie. And y'all know what know what I mean. I'm not going to go over all of it, but there were so many great moments that should have been impactful and it just was missed and spider-man 2 amazing spider-man 2 i'm sorry was just it they did jamie fox <laughs> wrong they did everybody in that movie wrong and they just redeemed those guys in no way home which they did a great job redeeming all of them and then no hmm. no no so that's all i have to say about that um see giancarlo esposito man let me tell you man um I'm all for him being uh, whatever character Marvel deems fit. You know, uh, <laughs> if you want to play all three, I, I can't. at the same time, at the same, at the same time, and, yeah, I could be in for that. I, I mean, I'd be in for that. I really don't. I mean, Van Damme did two. Well, he did twins, like two or three twin movies. Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> could do twin movies as well. And the thing is, it's like. I mean, the guy is just amazing. You know what I mean? So, and, and Chase, you touched on it last time. Like, he is like one of the gems of this art form, man, when it comes to acting, man. The guy just, he steps on screen, you just smile. You feel like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm all for it. So, and then, um, what was the next? What was Hi, the next? Hi, Hyperion. Hyperion. Oh, Henry Cavall. Henry, oh, Henry man. Ah, ah, ah. Well, I mean, I know Marvel's been, I don't know, I kind of feel like they've been poaching him a little bit, you know, trying to mm-hmm. see if they can, because I've been hearing Margot Robbie coming over. I'm hearing White Queen. Please, please. I'm hearing White Queen. <laughs> please. Yeah, please. So please. I, I feel like they're poaching, please. you know what I mean? So if they poach. Let them poach. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe poach. it'll help poach. DC get get ramp up and say, oh, we let's get this Superman movie you know, that we've been having on hiatus for four or five yep. years. We done messed up. Yeah. Hopefully they're saying we done messed up. Exactly. We need to go get that guy. Exactly. So maybe it'll help him be a lot more like, hey, we need to get this guy before Marvel totally takes him and that's it. You know, so we'll see. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, Chase. Uh, um. So first of all, Spider-Man. Yeah, no. Uh, no. I can hear it 20 more times. What's amazing, which isn't Spider-Man, is that a film company and a technology company as big as Sony is keeps making the trash that they make. Um, this goes back to, you know, fumbles with the New York Knicks where somebody in the room thought this was a great idea and because they had a title, everybody went along with it. Um, at Listen this to me, point, Chase. I'm in a relatively good mood. We don't have to bring up the Knicks. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, unless, you, well, unless you want to see me it. punch this camera, don't bring up the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, much, much, much like the Knicks, this bullshit is what it is, and unfortunately, we're going to have to live with it just like we live with the Knicks. Um, 
you know, Sony, Sony can do so much better in so many ways. And what's amazing to me is that the movies that they make that aren't comic book related are so much better. And I'm like, why is there such a, you know, a big difference in mm -hmm. what's going on? Um, I think that somewhere there's an ego in the room that thinks it's their job to rewrite these stories instead of just simply following the comic book stories. And until they get rid of that ego or just give Marvel back what the, what they oh what they should own, you know we're gonna keep getting this these nasty pieces of trash that you know stick to the bottom of your shoe. Um, it's it's just it's just a no. Like at this point, I don't trust you. I don't trust what you do. You've shown us you just will keep putting out nonsense, um, breaking timelines, breaking stories for your own cause. It's just too much. It's enough already. Uh, Henry Cavill. I think everybody, every actor at this point has understand that um, being in these movies is history. If you are uh, a character, a well-known popular character, good or bad in these movies, you're pretty much written in the annals of history because these movies will be around forever. When you, when you join a movie franchise and you're signing a contract for the next 10 years, guaranteed work, Guaranteed pay, and I ain't talking about you know small peanuts. Everybody and their mother wants to fight for this. The fact that Henry Cavill at this point is looking at taking on Hyperion when he's iconically the new Superman just goes to show that DC once again is fumbling the damn ball. Mm -hmm. So they, they somebody needs to wake up because make no mistake, if Hyperion becomes an iconic popular character. DC can fucking forget it. They can forget it. Um, my man, Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito, I said this last week, is one of the most underrated, most talented, most skilled actors probably in the freaking world. I've been watching him since he first kind of appeared. We started seeing him in the Spike Lee movies early on. Um, and we've seen where he, he's grown. He's one of those guys that's a big ego in a room, but he lends himself to whatever the script needs. And he, and he fits it. He fits it to a T. So whatever they give him, it's going to be explosive if he has his way with it. It's going to be explosive. Um I wouldn't mind seeing him as Professor X, but hey, he definitely can do Magneto. Um, he plays those type of characters very well. So, uh, you know, whatever he gets, just make sure you get the check, Giancarlo. Make sure you get the check. Make sure it's big. Bag. Bag. <laughs> yep. Merchandising. Don't get caught out there like Black Widow. Did, okay? <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. Man, man in the chair, Aaron. Go ahead. <clears throat> all right. I'll try to keep it quick. Um... Giancarlo, let's start there. Um, I don't care what role you're in. I just want you in, in, in the MCU. I, I don't care at this point. Uh, Magneto, Professor X, I would love to... X-Men, I don't care. Either of those roles work. A lot of other roles work. I just want to see my man in the MCU. I'll keep it I'll keep it at that. We've all sat here and raved about this man. I, I would love to see him in the MCU. Um, Henry Cavall, Cyperion. I kind of hope that's true. Uh, and that would be the quote-unquote... 
uh, news that what would they call it that would blow up the internet? Break the internet. Yeah, that would that would be the one that did it because him joining the MCU in that capacity and in Loki, which is to date Disney's you know most popular show, I would say or best show, quote unquote. Um, with on screen with Tom Tom Hiddleston. How do you say his name? Hiddleston. 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 Yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Um, I mean. That would be crazy, to be honest with you, just thinking about it uh, from that capacity. Um, but yeah, I mean, to everybody else's point, uh, DC, I mean, figure out your shit. Yeah, the man is Superman. If you lose him to Marvel, you, like you guys are done. They're you guys so are done. done. You're done. That's it. I hate him. <laughs> um, so, the Amazing Spider-Man 3. I'm going to steal a line from Abel here. I'm going to look right in the camera for this one. <laughs> Sony, stop fucking with my shit. <laughs> stop fucking with my shit. Stop fucking with my shit. We just got, we just got him back, Andrew Garfield. We just got him. Why do you have to take him with your greedy, grubby little paws and stick him in another shit movie with Tom Hardy? Why? I want to see him fight his alien. But I don't want to see you direct it because it's going to be garbage. The same way Carnage was garbage. I, like, what are you guys doing? Just stop. Leave all the Marvel stuff to fucking fi the Feige's. Please, I'm begging you. Don't direct this movie. It will be garbage. No one will fucking want to see it. It will not be a blockbuster. And if this is your lead up to the Sissy Six after this... <laughs> I'm so done. I'm so done with Sony. You leave Craven, Craven, the animal lover alone. Okay, bro, take all your resources, Sony, and just make my Wolverine and Spider-Man game. Stop fucking <laughs> making movies. Stop making movies and finish my game so I can play those faster. You finish assholes. my games. <laughs> and that—that's right. how you do it. All right, uh, Leo, take us home with the news. All right, we got three more. Uh, okay, we're just, <laughs> I'm not going to do that one yet. Uh, Russo brothers, uh, Russo brothers are saying that, uh, uh, what is it? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, the Russo brothers say that Secret War will surpass Infinity War and Endgame combined. They're quoted on saying that. Our favorite person on the podcast, Ezra Miller, apologizes, and he has been having uh, mental health, wait, complex mental health issues, and he's getting help. Uh, Love and Thunder, the director's cut. We thought that it was two hours long, the director's cut. No, he cut four fucking hours of it. Of course he did. Should have cut more. <laughs> Should have cut his it. hands off. Um. All right. Um. Uh. Charles. Wow. Uh. Well. So. I. Uh, we listen. We have. Uh, I'll start with the Russo brothers. We all understand how. Uh. What they are capable of. And and if they are saying that the Secret Wars film is going to be even bigger that means that they have a lot of surprises for us boys and girls ladies and gentlemen so i mean i am all for it um they have never missed a beat from i mean from winter soldier to civil war to infinity war to endgame i mean hello probably one of the some of the best marvel movies we've gotten so 
um, I'm all for it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they what they got planned. I, I, I have some. There's been so many rumors about the Secret Wars. Um, I'm just looking forward to see what they do. They're good for filming like different endings and different, you know, just to mess people up. But we'll see. Um, Israel Miller's apology. We forgive you. No. no I'm sorry. What did you say? I'm sorry. What did you say? I was about to say. Uh, oh, nice guy. No, right. no. You know what? Just say I'm sorry. Just <laughs> say I'm sorry and it's over, right? Let's. I mean, the fact that he terrorized people, here. the fact that he's kidnapped people. Let's just just say I'm sorry. Get, and get it's over. No, God, no. <laughs> no. Get out of here. What are we talking about here? Like oh. apology? Like okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had that one. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry. Oh, well, you know, God. we all heard that before, but uh I don't know. I don't know if it's sincere. I don't know if it's staged. I don't know. I don't know at this point. Um I think at this point it doesn't matter. Love and Thunder, um, four hours. So, I mean, apparently this this film was apparently was going a different tone and they turned it into a more comedic tone. So the adding the additional scenes were more gods being killed. There was, I think Galactus was supposed to be in certain scenes. If we get that version... Uh, what if we'll make it what six hours? It'll make us it make a half a day. I think we'll watch that. They should they should just add this. Yeah. Yeah. Charles, Better even man. you even you didn't believe you, okay? The only sure, thing I want to see is the goat is the goat see Galactus and they do that la- that scream. That yeah. Exactly. That's what I want to see. That's what we need. That's, That's what we need. That's yeah. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Um, first of all, the Secret Wars movie uh, will make as much money as Endgame. I don't know if it'll make more. It's like right up there with like the top grossing movies of all time. Uh, I don't think it's gonna do both of them combined. But you know, the lead up to it will, it'll draw the hype. They're, they'll make as much, if not more, than uh, Endgame is my call on that. Um, uh, Love and Thunder. I'm not giving you another breath. Um, so we're not gonna talk about you. I don't care. Um, Ezra Miller, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some time because I hate you. I don't like you. Um, I, I actually think you're a terrible human being. And I hope someone quotes this and puts me in a tweet when I say it. Go fuck yourself. I hope your movie gets canceled. You, you. I wanted to see Michael Keaton back in a Batman suit, and you potentially ruined that for me. I hate you. I can't stand you. I don't like you. Um, uh. I, you know, they can go fuck themselves. They can go fuck themselves. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, let's go to Wendell, because I'm sure he's going to have exactly the same reaction I have. <laughs> go ahead, Wendell. <laughs> there we go. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, he's taking off his glasses. Oh, he's taking oh, off his glasses. Can we, get him on the, can we get him on the big screen? Can we, can we like, big screen him? Yeah, let's, like, do be fun. let's do this. Let's do this. Where is it? Put him up there. <laughs> Ezra Miller. <laughs> the 
come and see me in Texas, son. <laughs> I ain't even talking about that dude again. Why you want to hurt the Flash so bad, bro? Hurt the Flash, son. Hey, we hey, don't want to hurt the Flash. We want to hurt Ezra Miller. Not my Flash. <laughs> not my flash. Right? That's not my You're not flash. wrong. I don't care about him. Give me my give, give me Grant Austin, man. That's my dude. That's my Flash too. Grant Cutts. All right. Um, yo, Ezra Miller just takes me out of my left. Man, what's my other news, man? Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, for real? Um. Six-hour six director cut. No big deal. Yeah, no. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I need, no, like, another... I need another hour of Screaming Goats, please. You know, at that point in time, they got to pay me to watch it. They sent me a check. I'll watch that movie. All right? That's how that'll work out. I don't think it... I don't know. I don't know if four hours is going to help me change my mind. I'm not, I don't know. Um, yeah, so screw you. Um, and then the last one was what? Uh, Secret, uh, Wars, uh, Secret, Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Infinity War. Oh, good news. Okay. 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 So, is it possible? Yes. Mm-hmm. And and here's what they need, right? To get to Endgame and Infinity War, you had ten years of movies with the biggest names in Marvel, right? Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Thor. Like you, you, you built this ramp, and and. But damn sure lit the goddamn ring and sent everybody flying through that motherfucker. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Secret Wars, you have to develop that same ramp. It's possible, but not probable. But they could do it. Um, it they would have to deliver on a lot of things to make Secret War work properly to, mm, I don't know, get every fan back in the theater to watch that. But it can happen. I have faith in them boys. I trust them. If Feige behind the wheel, I'm sure he'll pull out some kind of magic Houdini shit. Um, you know, who knows? They may have to, like, dig deep in the bag of tricks and bring us back Chris Evans and freaking Robert Downey Jr. You never know. That, that is what I was thinking. That would have to. That is what I was thinking. Yeah. We, 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 you you yeah. may just eclipse a whole lot of shit. The Russo brothers are not doing it. They're going to let Chicago do it. What do you no, 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 Look at you, man. Look at you, man. No. Why, why, why do you have to make everybody angry for it? Is that what you I'm want? We're not ready. We're not you know, ready. You, you won't like me when I'm angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's possible. Um, I don't know how probable it is, but it is possible. Depends on what they do. They have to build it right. If they do build it correct, yeah, we will be in for some shit. All right, who's next? All right, well, we are going to <sighs> Chase. Okay, so let's just start with the craziness that is Ezra Miller. At this point, I don't understand a lot. First of all, how do you how do you get to the point where you become I, I previously said that anybody that is in these movies is a part of history. So how do you not understand where you are, number one? Number two, you've been given multiple chances to not do the craziness, and you just continue to elevate every time somebody lets you go. And now you want to just say, I'm sorry. So I, I, I just don't understand anything about this situation. 
I understand that DC is trying not to have to scrap, which is what is probably, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of time trying to recast this character because the Flash is so important to the entire DC franchise. Um, but at this point, I just don't see how you don't. You know, I just don't see how you don't. But I guess once he burns down the freaking place, you know, while the cameras are rolling, then you'll figure it out. Um, I'm not talking about Love and Thunder. Well, actually, no, let me say this. I actually would like to see the rest of it because somewhere in there is a great movie. I was about to say. The stuff that they chose was terrible. Mm -hmm. But somewhere in those six hours is probably a great movie. And if we actually got a chance to see it, we'd all be sitting there going like, well, why didn't they show that? That was dope. I would have loved to see that. So... Um, but I'm glad that they didn't touch it because, first of all, for all who don't know, Galactus is one of my all-time favorite characters, and that guy does not need to touch because I will come looking for him. Absolutely. Me and the whole of Brooklyn. We're not playing. Don't touch my character. Um, the Russo brothers, I believe it. I believe it. All of these movies are supposed to supersede the one before it. And now you've got 10 plus years of how to put these movies together. The Secret Wars is such an enormous story. So I I would, you know, I would expect for them to, you know, break the records that the previous movies have made. If they don't, then, you know, there's a problem. There's a problem. At this point, you've got enough content, you've got enough story, you have enough characters, and you damn sure got enough money to make these type of movies. And not to mention the fact that all of these characters are, are now not even just U.S.-based. They're international. So you should be making money in every market, in every country. Alright. Well then, last but not least, Aaron. Alright. <clears throat> Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the high road because everybody knows here that Thor is my boy at this point. If you've watched our podcast at all, you um, like him or I, I, yeah, he, do might, he might he might just be my favorite. Here's all I will say: I could have used more movie, less go less goat screaming, more movie, more context behind gore. I don't necessarily think it would have been a bad thing. I don't know about four hours worth of extra movie. That seems like a bit much. Like there was more in there that we didn't need to see. However. I'm on record on previous podcasts of saying this movie needed more context in order for it to actually be considered a good movie and way less comedy, way less comedic relief and way more real Thor's powers, gore background movie, actual fucking movie. I would have been down. I would be down with the director's cut if it was not four hours longer than the original. Um, I definitely do think there's more context that we need there for us to make this a solid MCU movie. But that's neither here nor there. We got we got Thor loving goat screams and hammers. We're here now. <laughs> um, uh, I actually agree with our boy right here. Lack of storyline. The comedy uh, thank you. was overboard. Way yeah, overboard. I agree with you. Way overboard. Way overboard. Okay, listen. I'm gonna talk about a touchy subject, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna offend anybody. I promise you guys, because I read the whole thing about Ezra Miller. I understand there's quote unquote mental health issues there. And I'm not going to sit here and say mental health issues are fake, this, that, and the other thing. Everybody struggles with it. We just had a pandemic, this, that, and the other thing. I'm not going to sit here and knock anybody. Here's all I'm going to say about Ezra Miller at this point. You may have mental health issues, sir, but money plays a factor into you being a fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. 
At the end of the day, you are an asshole because you are the flash and you think that you can get away with it because you will get bailed out every time because nobody fucking cares because you're the flash, right? Mental health issues or not, that's a cop out the same way that it is for anybody else. You might have mental health issues, but your dumbass thought, I'm rich, so I could get away with throwing chairs at bitches and putting them in the trunk of my car because you're a fucking asshole. Get in the you're truck, a, bitch. You're, a, you're an asshole at the end of the day. I don't care what you're struggling with. You know that you think in your mind that you can get away with that because you're Ezra Miller. At the end of the day, you're not fast enough to outrun anybody, you fucking dipshit. Well, crawl in a hole somewhere and disappear, please. Fuck you, Ezra Miller. That's all. I'm in. I'm Last time I'm talking about that guy on this fucking podcast. Say what you just Right now. Tell me you really feel. talking about him. I hate that guy. Uh, anyway. Well, then. Uh, what was that? What was the last thing? I'm sorry, I got heated about Ezra Miller. Oh, the Muslim Brothers. Yeah, let me end on a positive note. Uh, Secret Wars is going to be great because we're going to get a hundred million characters. We're going to bring back all the dead characters. I can't wait. I, we're, we're, it, it's going to be phenomenal. You know why? Because Marvel does things smart and doesn't hire crazy people to be in their cast. <laughs> so that, that's why that's why we're going to get a good we're going to get a good Secret Wars movie. And it's, they always, and, and they probably only hire crazy closer. people to direct movies. Yeah, that's mm. fine. That's fine. Like Psycho well, Matata? <laughs> Shikaka. Shikaka. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, in case you wonder why I end on Aaron, um, now you know. Um, with that being said, uh, it's time to get out of the nerdy news, everyone. Drink them if you have them. Cheers. And go fuck yourself, Ezra Miller. Uh, so Ezra now Miller. we're going to go into... That's for you, Ezra Miller. We're actually going to go into some very interesting uh, uh, comic book news. Um... Uh, so, uh, for those of you that don't know who uh, Clayton Crane, um, there's been a lot of controversy about the things that this man has been drawing, what he's been doing. Uh, the the, um, the the mouse noticed, Disney noticed, and then uh, kind of shut him down a little bit. And I'm gonna kind of give this to the the comic book heads. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Leo, and then we're gonna have a roundtable conversation. So, Leo, can you kind of give us a, a rundown of you know what's going on with this guy? What he drew? Why he drew it? What's going on with CGC and uh, and Marvel? And uh, why apparently this man is not drawing Marvel characters anymore? Take it away, Leo. Okay, so what's going on with Clayton Crane? His work is phenomenal. Nobody's taking away from his artistry or taking away from his craft. But what was done? and a lot of comic book collectors and the comic book world is upset about because okay everybody knows Clayton crane started off with scorpion comics he was an artist for them he started drawing for them and this is i think back in 2005 2006 so everybody loved his work so then we get this company called um black flag black flag was an internet-based company selling comic books on Facebook, on a Facebook Live. And they were doing very, 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 very well for themselves. Can't take that away from them. But one day, Clayton Crane decides, I'm only drawing for Black Flag. And everybody goes, hmm, that's weird. Why are you closing off your money? So... Then everybody, they start making a ton of money. Clayton Crane starts drawing a lot of covers, blase, blase. They, everything is gravy and good, good to go. 
Uh, this last Boston Comic Con, they drew a Miles Morales number one Ultimate Fallout. So he drew he had a print of the draw of the Miles Morales, the inside of it, and then he put a plastic cover on top of the book with the etching on it that said "Made in the USA" and an American flag in the background, and they stapled it to it. And they were selling this book for the starting price was uh, fifty to eighty dollars, and then once they started selling to the vendors at Boston Comic Con, it shot up to a hundred to one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty dollars at the end of the day. Comic book heads were there, and they were like, "Why are you doing this? We already been online. We've been waiting for this many hours just for this book." Why are you doing this? And this is not a really a book when you staple it right in the middle of the old book on top. So they took the lazy route out and then CGC went to, they started sending them to CGCs and sending them back and, pe and people started complaining about it and it got back to Marvel. Marvel then took it and said, hey, what are you doing with our book? You cannot add on top of our book and just keep the inside of it. You didn't do a rendition, or you did a, a staple of plastic cover to it. So everybody started complaining. CGC started grading them, and they were coming back blue label as authentic. Marvel does not play with their content, and neither does the mouse. The mouse is worse. So after they stapled it, and now there's been a big uproar with Crate and Crane and CGC and Marvel. And also, there was a live feed that uh, Black Flag got kicked out of Boston Comic Con and got sent a cease and desist letter from Marvel, a.k.a. the mouse. And then come to find out after that, guess who owns Black Flag Comics? I don't know Mr. who owns it. Mr. Clayton Crane himself. Oi. <sighs> I actually didn't know that. Say it ain't so. Wow. And guess, and guess why he bought? <laughs> guess why he bought Black Flag Comics to make his signature not fifty dollars, but a buck fifty. I'm pretty sure I paid both. Now that yeah. I talk about it. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. Think you, you, didn't you, you didn't pay for that. For that one, one fifty for that. I think I, I paid. I feel like I paid fifty for one and one fifty for the other. We we did it two separate years. Yeah, was, was, one was, but that was a oh Scorpion. one was Scorpion. You're right. One was Scorpion. That's right. Well, listen, correct. I'm I'm all for creators, especially these artists, getting their just due, and and you know, comic book. You know, this it's been a long, uh, conflicting, um situation when it comes down to comic art and what's true what it what is what is considered true art and there's always been you know something where comic art wasn't really uh respected you know um in the united states as much as up in, in other areas like japan and and in europe and all these other places and i'm all for um these guys getting, you know, Scott Campbell and 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 Peach Pomoko and all these guys getting their just due. 
you guys do not have to do anything sneaky anymore to you know i don't know what your your uh motive was you know clayton crane but dude your your art is incredible people will pay ridiculous amount of money and and now more than ever uh comic art has been you know so given the right platform and the right respect that has been you know kind of you know pushed aside for years and now we're getting you know these guys are getting so much money i mean even like you right like i mean you guys have bought neil adams stuff and i mean some of these guys wasn't getting as much as you know like back in the day but now you know these guys are getting so much you know people are really um you know uh putting a lot of money towards these guys art because they understand how how amazing it is so you guys don't need to do this anymore we we see you you know what i mean we see you trust me we talk about i mean one of the biggest things we talk about in the beginning of the podcast is the the cover art of yep. the comics yeah we talk about first appearances and things like that but we understand a comic book is not a comic book unless it has the art we understand that so i i, I just hope that i mean i'm pretty sure disney is just trying to make a uh statement statement against you know people doing this again and again but trust me you guys do not have to do this at all listen I, I, I'm, I'm gonna jump in here and just say this because um <clears throat> i agree you know for a long time comic art was wasn't respected um I, you know there are stories where you know some of these guys are barely making like 50 or 100 dollars to, to to make some of the most iconic stuff that we love today some of this artwork is now worth you know hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars and the original artists you know barely got enough to go make a cheeseburger um but you know when in, in my eyes my personal opinion when you do what a clayton crane does mike mayhew uh, Alex Ross and some of these other guys. Mm -hmm. When you when you do the type of artwork that that they do, and you resort to scamming your customer base, I think at that point you have pretty much decided that you no longer want to do what you do. Because why else would you become a trader to a craft that you have dedicated so many hours and so much time to? Um, I collected back in the day and then I got back on this just a few years ago. Clayton Crane was one of those covers and one of those artworks that immediately as soon as I saw it, like I gotta have his stuff in my collection. So you don't like, so Charles, Charles said it's true. You don't have to resort to this type of nonsense. Like I personally wouldn't care if he owned Black Flag and he still was Clayton Crane, but why do you need to scam your customer base in order to make 50 or 100 extra dollars when it was already worth that before you did it. It doesn't make any sense. You're just being greedy. And this is why I tell collectors all the time, like, I get the sensationalism of owning certain things when they come out, but you really have to assess what's important versus what's not important for your personal collection. Don't just grab everything they throw at you. Because a lot of this stuff is just filler. It's just meant to steal extra money out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. 
we have to start as a community of collectors and lovers of this art and this industry start calling people out and saying that's bullshit. So at this point, the mouse has gotten involved. And listen, you don't want to fuck with the mouse in the story. So we, we're seeing what's happening with that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it'll get resolved in a, in a better light, but maybe it won't. But, you know, this is just a career-ending move as far as I'm concerned because once that mouse gets on your ass, it's, you know, it's pretty hard to survive. And also what they did at the Boston Comic-Con, Black Flag, they put a bunch of lollipops on their selling table. They put dum-dums mm. on their selling table. So that's like slapping you in the face. As a comic book collector, and I collect Kurt and Crane, as you see, I'm a comic book fucking head. <laughs> so, Wait, you like comics? I know. I've I never know. heard of that. I'm so like weird. I had no like, idea. What? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> so, yeah, so it's like you're doing... I understand that you want your signature to go up in value. I understand that. You had one of the first Infinity signatures that everybody loved. Yo, and you were charging $75 to $100 for it. It's a beautiful <laughs> signature. Yep. <laughs> and it's just so, another marker. <laughs> yo, so fun so fun fun fact. I, I don't I don't Leo, I don't know which Comic Con it was. I think it was like the first or second, but this was this was actually the first comic book that I got signed ever. Oh, like yeah. in my life, right? Like comic cosmic ghostwriter. Like I, I saw this and I, I got like mesmerized by it. So the fact that like this guy's like doing some bullshit like this, like it's 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 upsetting, right? And now now, now with CGC and the people that have already gotten their, uh, and like this is for like a question for the comic book heads, like the the people that have gotten their comic like graded already, like like what are the prices of that comic going for that actually got away with it? And because it's such a controversial thing, right? Like we're talking like tens of thousands of dollars right now, right? That's what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. So if if you got that book back from CGC, mm -hmm. wrap that shit in a titanium case, mm -hmm. put it in a safe deposit box at the back at the bottom of the bank, and don't open that shit until your children are a hundred. Because that you talking about rare shit, that's gonna be one of the rarest books you're gonna be ever be able to find, especially coming from CGC. And then coming from CGC, and also CGC is also take they're refunding everybody their cgc and keeping the fucking book yeah and black flag is facing a class action lawsuit for everybody who bought the book oh they go get yep. oh, the power oh, of the oh. mouse yeah that's it the I power of the mouse yeah they gotta make so a people people are just they're making an example and an example of this and they they sent out the uh, cgc sent out a statement and they actually i mean uh marvel sent out a statement this will this they found a little loophole in our in our uh, in our selling of the books because also I forgot to mention they were doing this as a limited series of 750. Every collector and every uh, vendor knows to buy from Marvel directly to get it printed from Marvel. You need to order six thousand books hmm. minimum. Wow. wow! So you're telling me you destroyed. What five thousand some five thousand three hundred yeah. and like seventy books? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the other sure. the other the other fucked up part about it. Mm. So, it's 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 a big mess. I hope, Clay, but Clayton Crane also put out a statement as well. He says now he's going back to fine art. 
He has no choice. He has no choice. Listen, what, what, listen. Once the once the mouse get on your ass, you're lucky if you, they'll sell you crayons. Like, mm-hmm. like you, you, like it was just, it was just a dumb, greedy move by somebody who does not have to do this. He didn't have to. Listen, Clayton Crane could have made a special cover with all the Infinity shit and all the extra little artwork, and could have sold that book himself. For two, three hundred dollars. Yeah. There's no need to resort to this this nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Go on J. Scott Campbell's website and go to his CGC section and see how much those CGCs are worth. Mm-hmm. Most of that stuff's two, three hundred dollars off the back. And Clayton Crane is right up there on the same tier. So this whole move was just dumb greed. End of story. You simply did not have to do this. And now you're putting your your on your company and your career, your name out there against the mouse? Like you have no choice but to do fine art. You ain't winning. Like hey, you ain't winning shit. By next year, your ass might have to be an art teacher. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. And they brought and and kindergarten Flag, art. <laughs> and Black Flag brought out another, they brought out a predator uh cover this week, and it hasn't sold out. Didn't Crane draw that too? Yep, that's the last book that he drew. That's the last cover that he drew. Listen, and it hasn't sold out. The same way they love you, the same way they hate you. Hmm. When people have spoken, everybody's pissed off about this in the comic book world. Everyone is pissed off about this. It's a shame. It's a shame. Everybody knows this talent. Mm -hmm. It's 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 just absolutely crazy. It really is like, you know, it, it's yeah. Let's it's get let's, let's go on to another topic because this shit is making me yeah. upset. And yeah, we. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see everyone getting angry. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, milk. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Speaking of angry, it's drink time. But you know what? It's time. Speaking to get of rage. Mm. Oh God! A normal amount of rage coming into <laughs> this episode of uh, uh, of uh, Miss Passion Alert, Miss uh, Who's That Girl, Miss She Hulk, Miss Jennifer Walters. Oh my hey, gosh! <laughs> oh my God! Well, I'm gonna I'm I gonna start. Salute you. I'm, I'm gonna start this <laughs> off by saying that, like, for some reason, there there are some people out there talking about, uh, you know, this wasn't the greatest origin story. Like, start. You know, this wasn't like a great like editing thing. The CGI, the you know, I, first of all, for all you people talking about this show and not liking it, you could. I, I speak for everyone here when you could say Sugma, like you could just, you could just <laughs> suck it because uh, I loved this first episode. Um, mm-hmm. Me, me personally, at least going into that, like uh, the Easter eggs that they put in there, like with the small nods to like the 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 Tony Stark T-shirts and the bands mm. to. The, you know the um, the Iron Legion helmet, the fact that uh, him and Bruce Banner made the bar. Like, there's just so many freaking things in this episode that was yeah. so goddamn good, and uh, I'm sure we're all gonna get into it. But um, guys, let's let's roundtable this. What, what what do we think of She-Hulk episode one? Wow. Okay. I, I'll I'll step in here. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So first of all, I told you that this was gonna be Sex in the City. For superheroes and that's exactly what we're starting to get um i understand why some people won't like it for me 
Um, the episode was meh, but I did enjoy it. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. Um, but for people that have never seen She-Hulk or don't really know the stories, it's a completely relatable thing. I think they will enjoy the comedy. Um, they got to do better with the action scenes. Uh, Titania just coming into the courtroom for no reason, getting her ass kicked was a little bit like, uh, Yo, the fucking the, the, the one thing I have to wait, I gotta complain with that scene, that fucking yeah. fly kick that she did. That was, oh, yeah, that that was, that was horrible, horrible. Was it me, or did you see the actual wire? They take you back to the those kung fu movies from 92. Since we're getting into that scene, did you all see the thing that I posted in our group chat earlier? That no. girl, Jamila J- Jamila Jamil, who plays Titania, she um, actually had an interview after, and she said during, during filming that scene, she did her own stunts. She actually injured her butthole filming that. <laughs> not Fuck you! Bing bang. She literally, she literally was like, "I injured my butthole when I landed trying to do that kick on scene." <laughs> it looked, it looked wrong, dude. Yeah, that scene, it looked, it looked so wrong. It looked bad. It looked real bad. Oh, I'm shit. sorry, but me, uh, me and my wife sat down and we watched it, and we saw that scene. We both looked at each other and shook our head. We're like, "What the it, hell it, was it, even it, that? It, it what the horrible. fuck was that? What, we were what loving the whole like? thing as soon as we saw it, and we were like." We just saw that. Yeah, it looked like it, it. looked like there was supposed to be more to that, and it was yeah. just really bad. yeah. It was just and cut. Yeah. Job. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because like she just broke the wall for no reason. She turned, she turned Hulk, and then she then it just cut to her like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "What?" And then all of a sudden she's throwing a table at somebody. I was like, "Wait, how she get? How we get there? <laughs> how we get there?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that was definitely Yeah, but listen, when they when they hit the the trumpets of who's that girl and like she was just putting on shoes, she's like. All right, I'm ready for my closing statement. I'm like, damn, that was, that was the most gangster. That was the most gangster move, gangster. right there. Yeah. Like, listen, it definitely had its problems, but there, like, there was some good stuff in the show. Like, listen, Captain America fucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yo, that, that was shit classic. Was, yeah, that funny, that's funny. going to live on forever. That scene, I yeah, guarantee yeah. it. Um, yeah. I find it yeah, funny man. that she's obsessed by that and whatnot. Like, it's, yeah, that was. Um, she, like, she's a, she's a fan and she wants to fuck Captain America. Yeah, so, like that's, that's it, sure and shit. Like, she's obsessed by the sex, by whether or not Captain Captain America never had sex. It's just a crime. <laughs> <laughs> did Did anybody here have a problem with how she got her powers from the car accident? So no. it was. It was different from the comics, but I yeah. honestly didn't hate it at all. Like it, it, it made it made it's sense. Fun. It definitely made logical sense to me how she yeah. got them. You know what I, I mean? I personally, I personally was like, "Damn, that was genius!" It was it was a great way to jump. Probably what would have normally taken twenty minutes to film. Yep, it was a great yep. way to jump it. A couple of drops of blood, and yeah, boom, there yep. it is. It's on. And yeah. and listen, we know they're taking liberties. I mean, look at Miss Marvel with with her whole powers thing, but that worked mm-hmm. out. So, like, listen. They're taking the right they're taking the right amount of liberties, just you know, don't overstep, you know. I mean, overstep. Look, are we coming back to how she got her powers? No, not really. All we care right. about is when she turns green. That's all yeah. that happened. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and and by the way, the, the fourth wall breaks, like it, there wasn't a lot of them, but yo, I love me these fourth wall breaks yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine how they're just gonna sprinkle this in. Uh-huh. Um, I'm all about the fourth wall breaks. So good. <laughs> but we so also good. we got cheated again, by the way. 
Why not? This episode, what happened, Leo? This, this episode was too fucking short. Oh, no, okay. All right, minutes. wait, listen. Listen. There, Shame on a, you. No, it's a nine-episode season. It's it nine episodes. I don't give a shit, though. It doesn't matter. Not every episode is going to be an hour, dude. It can't every be episode like that. needs I, to be an hour. I would rather I would rather I would rather 30 to 45 minute nine episodes than a 45 to an hour six episode. I don't want the six episode thing anymore. So okay, so Deadpool's gonna they have to give you they have to give you a little to bring yeah. it back. So wait, you know I mean? wait, wait. So Deadpool's gonna be 18 episodes. So what are we getting? 20 minute episodes? Uh, first of all, it's Daredevil. Whatever. Daredevil is gonna be 18 episodes. Wrong guy. Daredevil's gonna be 18 episodes, so we're gonna get 20 minute episodes. We're no, gonna do, get, uh, no, no, we're gonna do half, we're gonna, we're gonna half do hour to 40 minutes. That'll be half, half hour, hour 40 minutes. minutes. We're gonna do a I am group with the fucking five five minute fucking little short films. Bullshit. Well, those were actually like advertised as shorts. And <laughs> honestly, remember WandaVision? WandaVision well, was what uh seven, eight, nine episodes, and they were half hour to 40 minutes each. And that show sucked. And that show sucked. I didn't mind WandaVision, so you can have that fight all you want. Oh, um, <laughs> but anyway, moving on, moving on with, with some more She Hulk stuff. Uh, how about the Sakar ship? Yo, um, thank you. I was yo, about to bring that up, so look, though. Literally, like they let up, right? The conversation about being smart. Oh, you're Gina, yeah, you too. Uh, yeah. And Chad also is also Chad. Who's Chad? <laughs> Who the fuck is Chad? Who the fuck, Who the fuck is Chad? Chad? He's smart, though, right? Yeah, and yep. then all, and all of a sudden, Sakarian courier ship shows up. Mm. Like like mm. UPS and shit, trying to drop off some um, child support papers, maybe. I mean, I need a, I need a, I was gonna say I need a guys, little more information on why Sakar was there. Why guys, are, yeah, we, are, are we are we heading to World War Hulk eventually? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. We are. Go. It's coming. Yeah, but the sure. problem is, it's not gonna be rated R. More things are more things are being rated R though. Well, there is, there was a disclosure the other day that says that Disney right. is moving to rated R. Yes. Um, in in their content, so mm-hmm. can't say that it's not going to be. We don't Leo, know. They, 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 they pretty they, they pretty much dropped two in. weeks after. <laughs> two yeah, weeks after we, Deadpool and Logan got listen, on. We're, we're making we're making progress. Like we literally dropped pretty much an f bomb in a PG. Whatever. You know, effing show. What is it? TV, like, whatever the hell it is. TVMA. Yeah. So no, listen, TV we're making this TV is 14. this is progress. Like it's gonna be an eventual that way to the gratuitous violence that you want and so much desire. Yeah. Yeah, but I love the the finger scene when he pushed it off. I love that scene. I was like, yeah, go ahead, Hulk. <laughs> oh, that shit was You're... funny, and she just bounced right back. I, I honestly liked their fight together. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought. It was, yeah, it was. I thought it was great. You I thought it was really, funny. You, you know what I really didn't understand, to be honest with you? Maybe this could be me. Maybe, like, maybe you guys read into this more than I did. The whole thing with him having the thing that he could put on his arm that made him back into Bruce again, I didn't really understand the purpose of doing that to begin with. Because it was like the thing popped off, and he just became Smart Hulk anyway. It's not like he was out of control of the powers. So why do you need the arm thing to go back to being Bruce again? If you can control the powers being... So we didn't see it when he lost it the first time. That's the thing. And when he transferred... Like he was talking about in the the lab, that he was changing his DNA. And he used her blood to bring him back to Smart Hulk. Right, and that's why his arm arm got better too. So So it's like you're getting... You're getting Grey Hulk, who is supposed to be Grey Hulk, as Smart Hulk. Give me that but, Joe Fix-It, boy. Yeah, Joe Fix-It. Yeah, <laughs> basically Joe Fix-It. 
And then you have um, him realizing and getting jealous. My Hulk is not fucking jealous, okay? That's the one thing that, that kind of threw me off a little bit. When he started getting jealous about uh, her doing the fucking yoga poses, her knocking shit out the park, doing everything great. And I was like, why is he getting so fucking pissed off? He's a little bit jealous that she didn't have to go through none of the shit. I love the binder, though. The binder was funny. We're just going to skip that whole part. Like, There were funny parts, but listen, I want... I want my like my Bruce Banner. I mean, my Hulk like just destroying shit. I don't want Smart Hulk anymore. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's gonna be world. It has to be World War Hulk. We're not gonna be World War Hulk. One thing I will say um, that I will appreciate about the fact that this She Hulk movie has come out, and I got my Marvel Hulk. Yeah, I see you. Shirt see you. there. Mm-hmm. I will say this: <laughs> there's been an overwhelming amount of YouTube channels talking about how much the underrated 2008 incredible hulk oh here we go yo no but you needs know what, no, to I be agree with him. needs I agree with him. to be looked at again because people people sleep on that let movie me, let me tell you something growing up watching and i don't know about you guys growing up watching the original bill bixby uh luferigno tv show back in the day with kenneth my, johnson directed oh, right there let me tell you something. That story, the whole fugitive concept, him, you know, a man of desperation, and he would get into these people's lives, and then he would, you know, because of him being the Hulk, he had to disconnect from these individuals that he would come into their lives, and, and you would want him to be uh, cured, and you want you care for this guy. You know what I mean? The way Bill Bixby, you know, just carried that character in such a way where you just fell for him each and every episode. Then that Lonely Man con- uh, music, the piano at the end. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and the fact that we got Edward Norton, which, hands down, one of the best actors that we've, you know, in our generation, Edward Norton is amazing. And the fact that what he wanted to do with The Incredible Hulk in 2008 wanted to bring it to a whole nother modern level and i just feel like you know it was an origin story you know it was coming off the angley hulk that didn't you know obviously didn't pan well with a lot of fans including myself it wasn't the type of hulk movie i wanted and i felt like there was a beginning i mean from the hulk sequences to the to him changing with the green eyes it just captured everything that Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno and all those guys was doing back in the day. And I feel like now people are appreciating that 2008 Hulk. If you guys look at YouTube, yeah, I mean, it's it's ramping. Like I, uh, crazy. I'll say uh, I'll say this. I actually like really liked how they made Edward Norton Hulk look versus the Hulk we had now. I actually liked it so much more. I thought it was like really just like gritty and yeah. all that stuff. I just I liked it a lot. Like, dude, yo, my man, my man took a car broken in half and used it as and boxing gloves. Boxing gloves. Yeah. Like, that's the Hulk. Yeah. That's the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. No, and, 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 all right. and and I think Edward Norton deserved a lot more credit than he got for his rendition of Bruce Banner because um, Bruce Banner has always been frail. 
mm-hmm. in, in the shadow of the Hulk. Ed Norton took the angle that um, he was going to take control, and he trained to you know to be physically strong, mentally strong. Like he was working, which is something that a scientist mm-hmm. would do. You know what I'm saying? He didn't just let himself be like, you know, a, a victim to this thing. He had taken steps to try to control what was going on with him, which is what I would expect from a scientist. And I agree, that Hulk was the Hulk when he's when he's when he's chasing oh he's chasing dude through the factory. Like mm-hmm. all you're thinking is, bro, if he catch you, he does. <laughs> that, that is your mm-hmm. ass. Yep. So, Look, and it was probably one of the less jokiest MCU movies. Yeah, I, it I, was straight I, up. I can tell you, in light of Smart Hulk, yeah, the 2008 Hulk is better. <laughs> um, no, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Like, yeah, I know. I, I agree with, with with Smart Hulk and his like permanency right now. I would take I would take the 2008 Hulk. Um, I wish they had kept Ragnarok Hulk. Um, he was more or less in line with where I would love to have seen him going. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, when you gotta compare it now, you're right, Charles. The 2008 yep. Hulk is one of those things that you gotta look back and be like, yeah, that, that was but good. I, that's a pretty, that's a pretty damn I, good Hulk. <laughs> but I, I will say this coming back to like She Hulk, um, this whole Sakar ship thing. They're gonna pay this off before the end of this. Of course they are. This, this probably, 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 probably at the end, though. Yeah, yeah that's it, that's fine. It, it, after it's credit gonna, business, yeah. that's fine. It's gonna lead to something. By the way, uh, uh, from what I've read, every single episode has an after credit scene. Regardless, damn real, familiar. Yeah, every Better. single episode has some after credit stuff. And I, even I, like looking at the um the after credit, like the way they were doing like the court drawings and stuff. I'm sure there's going to be little Easter eggs in there that you're going to see oh, that, probably. you know, probably lead to the next episode or something like that. So even like going into the next episodes, like, I, I don't know. I have high expectations for the show. We got, we got Wong coming in that we know of. Obviously we got mm-hmm. daredevil in the new suit, which I know oh, we're yeah. all dying for like abomination are, abominations coming through. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they going to play all these characters? Right? Like what, what's everyone's expectations for the Fro- show? Frog man. What do we think? Frogman, yeah, Frogman, yeah. <laughs> Frog there's still a lot of characters we haven't seen, bro. I know. Yeah. So, what do we what do we think moving forward? What's uh, what's your prediction for this show? Even just being on episode one, and the fact that we got eight more to go. Well, you know what? I'll tell you one thing about the first episode. If you guys, I don't know if you guys caught this, but most of the scenes, the from the trailers, it looks like it was mostly from the first episode. First episode. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's kind of yeah. <laughs> so we don't hey, know. We except, don't know. Except for She Hulk going on a date type. Right, show. Date, you know right, I mean? right, right, right. Which I'm thinking that's going to be the that. second. That might have been in the first episode. Yeah. No, no, no. I was waiting. that, that woman needs to beat the crap out of me. The the court drawing at the end when she's at the beach and taking a selfie with the big ass weight and in the bikini. Yeah, that needs to happen in this show. <laughs> well, I I think you're gonna get a lot of that. Like you know, mm-hmm. I, I stand where I where I, where I stand from the beginning. This is gonna be Sex in the City with superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I honestly predicted this show. The show might get as big as Sex in the City ever was, especially if they um, manage to get a good balance between her personal and love life and the superhero action sequences. Because right now. It all feels rushed. 
probably because of the length of the shows. Um, if they were a full 50 minutes, you'd get more action in the courtroom. It, uh, even the training with with with, uh, with the Hulk is kind of yeah. rushed yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if they find a good balance with this thing, um, just because of what it is, I, I predict that it's probably going to be huge. Yep. It's, get, like, it's like it's like Ally McBeal meets Sex in the City meets yeah, Marvel yeah. That's project. That's what I was about yeah. to say. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ally right. McBeal with superheroes. Man. When, when, when when we get that She Hulk picking up the blind date into the bedroom scene, there's gonna be a lot of slow motion. Frame by frame. There's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of a lot of frame by frame. A lot of. Yeah. <laughs> Enhanced. But you oh, wait, know, actually, what, actually, this guy's got this... a point. So in the trailer, we saw some stuff. Uh, the 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 wrecking crew. Yes. Uh, there was like that little crew that came after her with like the 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 glowing swinging the glowing things. Yeah. Like, uh, is that how they look in the comics? The wrecking crew. I really don't know wrecking crew to be honest. I don't, I don't uh, know either. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're they're a little wacky, they're, but they they, they have the thing that makes them so crazy is the fact that they have like uh godlike type powered um weapons yeah you know right. and that's what gives them their strength and their yeah. abilities so. so do they get that we the weapons from somewhere though like is it a like is it a thing that might be bigger in the show or is it just like a you think it's just gonna be like a one time they're here and she's gonna no, get the crap out of them yeah Wreck wrecking crew might become a nemesis in there um they're they're definitely not a, a one-off there's plenty of character texture mm -hmm. and story there um for for that crew um, you have to just see how Marvel again plans to handle it and, mm -hmm. and, and you know distribute the action because obviously the the Sex in the City scenes are not going to incorporate the Wrecking Crew. If they try to make the Wrecker, for instance, and show us him without the mask and he's trying to like infiltrate the you know She Hulk's world, it's just going to be corny. Um, yeah, you know we they have to be who they are. But they have to find a balance between the storyline and the action parts, and they haven't found that—at least not in the first episode. So, but they definitely yeah, could be a bigger part of the story. The like, CGI—I I could get what people are saying where the CGI is lacking, but you gotta, I don't know. I'm you, just like—I'm just, exci first, I'm just excited for the show. Like, I—I I, I didn't even look at the CGI when I was watching, yeah, and I was just more—I was more excited for like was, the interaction yeah, and like, as, like you know, I just every, I didn't the whole care. the interactions was great with her and Bruce, and that was all—that was all great. Yo, but you like also gotta realize one thing: they have to—you're playing around with the main two main characters of Marvel. Mm -hmm. The CGI has to be on point. The fighting right. sequence has to be on point. When she clapped. That was some of the best CGI I've seen mm. in a, almost in a Marvel show. It was good. It was good. She just. It was good. Know. And he, the way he clapped, it was the same thing. And the same thing. We're not talking about Lord, Thor: Love and Thunder anymore. You mean better than a hippo <laughs> and Moonlight? <laughs> the hippo and Moonlight was, it was something different. But that was that wasn't even CGI. That was actually a freaking. They actually did a real mm -hmm. hippo head, a real electronic hippo head. Mm -hmm. But the CGI now, with the fighting scenes. Has to get better, because if I see yeah. Daredevil and his CGI and he swings in and it doesn't look right, I'm going to rip it. All right, so so my my last question, speaking of Daredevil, because we're going to talk about the future of the show, right? Like, are they going to do are they going to do what they do did with Kingpin and dumb them down a little bit? Are we are we nervous about that? Are we are we nervous on how they're going to handle Daredevil? Dumb them down in what way? Like, well, He's I mean, let's be look a big at Kingpin, right? Show, though. Well, well, I no, that's fine. But like, look at Kingpin and Hawkeye, right? Like, if you okay. look at Kingpin and Hawkeye versus what he was 
in like the the Netflix show, like he wasn't as I don't know gritty or like you know you know what I mean like he what he was kind of a little bit more goofier like especially with that Hawaiian shirt on. I know it was very comic accurate, but I felt like that I felt like that last scene in Hawkeye was just not it wasn't it like you know what I mean. So like these them bringing in these Netflix Netflix characters, I'm very excited for it. But I'm concerned. But but I also I also think we already got Daredevil in the MCU to an extent. No way well, home. We saw him and, briefly. Right. Yeah. You saw him for yeah, but that wasn't him in the suit and him fighting no, no. and him like I, I get that. But you still like, listen, saw him. Some you of those some act, of those you know that's why, I mean? but some listen, I'm I'm talking about fight teams, I'm talking about how's he gonna be in the suit. I don't, even think, those, I don't even think we're gonna see him fight in this thing. Uh, exactly. Well, we probably won't well, see him fight in this. I thing. think we're gonna see him very briefly at like the end. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. I don't I don't know. I don't think he's fight. I'm thinking that scene that we saw in the trailer is probably yeah. uh, and the, like uh, maybe yeah. seven or eight. I think I yeah. think we're gonna see him as a lawyer first, then in the suit. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna yeah, be one was. episode. I, th- I think it'll be one episode, like kind of like how how Bruce Banner was in this one episode, and maybe yeah. he pops up at the end. It'll be one episode, but I'm curious how they're gonna do it. I'm very intrigued. Sure. And the, they, yeah. they are keeping. They, uh, this is the one thing I love about Marvel. They don't keep everything of the comic book Eric, uh, accurate, but they keep like the meat and like the meat and potato. They keep the certain parts that are good about the character. Okay, right. Bruce, her getting the powers, we can live with that. We've we've seen it. We've seen it done a couple times now that they haven't gotten that right. But when her breaking the fourth wall, uh, the the fucking um, her being very sexual about her or her, her words and the way yes, she, she acts. Is. Her attitude <laughs> yeah, and <she> and the <laughs> her confidence when she is She Hulk, mm-hmm. you can see it. Sure can. So it's like, <laughs> okay, I know I'm a badass. <laughs> I know I'm a badass, but I gotta control control some right. parts of me. But she I'm doesn't gonna, have. I'm a, this this should just this, is, this should just be the banner the entire. Yeah, time. yeah. Can we just? Yeah, I'm just gonna have to leave. <laughs> yes, let it be that. Yep, just I, out here double double cheeked on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I um I I man, I don't know. I it's tough for me to say because there's all these recent things coming out about Marvel and them leaning towards rated R and all that. Like I just think I think of an 18 episode Daredevil season, I think they're gonna leave him as gritty Daredevil. I really do. I have a I, I hope so. And yeah, I think I'm, the Punisher I'm, the same thing because John Berthold's already supposedly signed listen, on. It's it's just in the back I'm of my mind, like that. I just gotta I gotta worry about it. I, no, I, I just it. I just he, think he made a speculation in his contract. Supposedly he made the, what's the rumors going around? He made a speculation yeah. that if it's not the same grittiness of the Punisher in Netflix, he's going to walk off. Okay, that's, that's a fair thing to say. And this is why and this is why it took him so it took Marvel so long. To finally say, oh, okay, we signed on the Punisher. Yeah. Because you know Marvel and you know the mouse was looking for another Punisher. And somebody right. to other some, somebody other than the person that played the Punisher on Netflix to play that role right now would have been fucking ridiculous to do with that. But but don't you even think that hype I mean I'm I guess I'm just kind of speaking out loud here, but don't you even think with all this the, the way that we we got Jennifer Walters this sexualized episode one, don't you already think they're towing the PG thirteen line like a lot? Like come Yo, on, TV, TV, Captain they're, America Fox. They are they are towing the PG thirteen line like on their freaking tippy toes at this point. Yeah. So I mean, like they're like Marvel's ready to make that transition. It's just a matter of when is it going to happen and how do we make it so that because you know we're going to hear we're going to hear complaints about this. You know that, of course, of course. And the parents going to be like the parents are going to be like, oh my god, 
I don't want my daughter watching this. I don't, I don't, Listen, bro. So then you set your the Disney FCC Plus TV to T. To, you set your you set it to PG whatever, and then you don't let your kids watch. There you go. Dude, it's like that's why Disney Plus did that. Disney Plus right. did that code 100%. for for yep. entering your. So you could have a, a a page for your child and a page for adults, and that's the they did it the right way. So when they start saying, "Okay, we're going to start going rated R." You need to enter a code, and then you need to be above 18 to watch it. That's it. Simple as that. Send out a letterhead. Okay, this is what we're doing. Right to your TV. Boom. If your kid is under this age, we do not suggest to him to watch it. Connect to your adult adult page. I also I also have to break I have to break some balls before we because I know we're running a little short on time. Um, I never thought that I would see a Dominican Hulk in my life, but that's what I got in this episode. I saw more Dominican <laughs> Hulk than I've ever seen in my entire. My man was wearing the tank top and the socks sure was. and the shorts and the span. I was yo. like, he was Dominican. <laughs> yo, yo actually, actually, you know, it's it's crazy. Like, so you remember the scene where they're like they're doing all the drinking and stuff? They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you actually look really close, there's a bottle of uh, Mama Wana. Like, of course there is in the forest. <laughs> of course there is. Of course there is. Dude, yeah, and absolutely. they're in Mexico. Come on, man. <laughs> That's I was like, yeah, I hopped, skipping a jump from Dominican Republic. Come on, let's go. I didn't realize that my Hulk was a poppy chulo. You know what I'm saying? My boy in the background was literally like, Kalo K, Kalo K. All he needed was to be playing some Daddy Yankee or some fucking bad bunny in the background. We would have been They were, wait, when she went, when she woke up from her nap, he was in the lab playing Spanish music. Yeah, he was. That's true. That's true. I was like, what is he doing? Wait a minute. That's true. He was. He was. Wait, you guys didn't hear it? Tite me pregunta. Yep. All right. With that, with that being said, that's that's our review of uh, <laughs> She Hulk episode one. Um, hit us up in the comments. What, what do you think about it? Like, how, how did it go for you? What's your expectations for the show? And uh, and with that being said, uh, this is the end of the episode. So uh, from all of us at uh, Man Cave One on One Podcast, Aaron, Wendell, Chase, Charles, Leo, myself, Abel. Um, if you haven't already, like, comment, subscribe, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and newly on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Go With that being out. said, everyone, take a drink. Have a great night. Hulk smash Kalo K. And God, God, damn it, <laughs> God damn it. Give me my outro. <laughs> <laughs>